from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Whistling that 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 melody is uh, the one from. Uh, this is the Dead South. Not good, bad, and the ugly, but uh, what is that from? Uh, would you turn that damn music off? It's a great song. I actually. like it. No, it's not. <laughs> what little you're not allowed on? to sleep in. All right, we need to get you on a rest cycle. You can't come in here because you're grumpy today. What little hair Steve Austin has left has now left the building. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this just for Steve. I've seen him all week. Yeah, right. Uh, welcome back. Hour number two, Big and Wild Outdoors. Britain Gun, Vince Noble, the Don of Indian Rocks Beach, and Bill George, and Slick is back as well. Uh, here's a little bit of problem that we seem to run into a lot up in New York. Bill George, why aren't they handling this? What is the problem that they're having in New York these days? <clears throat> I would say moose. <laughs> <laughs> deer? Yes, deer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's always been a problem in New York. Somehow or another, they just can't seem to get it right. They just don't what, know what, do what to do. they don't get it right? Well, because... I'm uh, sure they have circumcised and given them <laughs> surgeries and doing all kinds yes, of stuff. Yes, they've already gone through all that. They've gone well, through laugh, the... Vince. It's true. They've gone through the castration. They've gone through the, uh, the inoculation of the birth control into does and... Uh, relocations, and all the other uh, wonderful ideas that they've ever come up with. Somehow or another, they don't take our suggestion. But they uh, they uh, have spent, what was it? We came out with $1,600 per deer that they were uh, for contraceptive. Yeah. First of all, hold on. Why in God's name are we spending that as a taxpayer? Whomever's p- whoa, spending whoa, whoa, that we're, money? We're not hold on, not, 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 not us. New York people tax. What, whoever. Why are we spending that money? Why don't we just go out and shoot them? Because just be done with it. We don't want Because <laughs> there's no money in it. <laughs> well, actually, there is quite a bit of money in it. But uh, Seneca, which we've mentioned before on this show, Seneca, New York, still has their deer problem. They have a problem there in the town, and they're looking to do something about it. Hello? They've already tried the contraceptive measure. They've already tried the capture, move, and release uh, method and all those kinds of things. But they actually... <laughs> They just don't seem to be doing anything. They still make babies. And uh, I think we even said it on the show. All it takes is one. You know, you, you castrate, uh, you know, Big Bucky over there and uh, Young Bucky back here that you forget about, who's a little bit quicker and a little bit harder to catch. Uh, he grows up into mid-sized teenage Bucky, and he's got every single chick at his disposal. Why don't they just do like a big deer festival one day and just have a cookout and chili cook-offs? And I, well, they, they, they <laughs> actually, they're doing something about it, and dog it, this is what they're going to do. First off, they started a deer task force dun, dun, dun. a couple of uh, eight months ago. And the task force is asking the public what they think should be done in a deer survey. 
And the survey asked if the town should use lethal options for deer. And right now, according to the survey, the town is actually split almost right down the middle, fitty-fitty. From 2015 to uh, 2020, uh, the Seneca police responded to over 1,000 auto crashes involving deer alone. That's just the wrecks. That's not counting the property damage, the hundreds of thousands and whatever, maybe into the millions that the deer are causing uh, in the neighborhoods uh, when it comes to here. Landscaping. Uh, the supervisor says uh, that the town is working closely with their uh, environmental uh, guys up there, and the task force is working to determine the best course of action, and they wanted to hear from the public, and now they're going to be holding a public meeting for anybody who wants to weigh in on January 18th at 6 p.m. Well, you ought to go. Well, let's make this a feel-good story. Go get the deer, shoot them, cook them, and whoa, donate whoa. the food to the homeless people because there's plenty of people out there that need to eat. So I went and tried to take the survey. Ah. So I went. There's a little link there on their website where you can click on the link and take the survey. And, of course, um, I made it through question number one. Are you 18 years or older or under 18 years or older? When I clicked 18 years or older, it immediately said, thank you for your input and uh, flipped me over to another page. I guess because they could see the IP. I guess their algorithm or whatever it is in there, uh, you know, said, hey, thanks for coming by. Get the heck out of here. Because, Bill George, and this is the part that really gets me, thank you for participating in our survey. This is, I printed it out so that I have it right in front of me. Your responses are completely anonymous, and we will not ask you for any identifying information or collect your IP address or information from your device. But please take note, to take part in this survey, you must be at least 18 years of old, 18 years of age, and a resident or property owner in the town of West Siena. Uh, to be a person whose input wants to be heard, to be a stakeholder, you have to live in that area. And I thought, wow. What a novel idea. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why not a novel idea? That's they, actually a p- they're wanting to be, you know, non-inclusive. You should sit there and send them a thing and say, man, I thought y'all were the people of inclusiveness. Our state lets you come down here and comment <laughs> on anything you want, but when we want to comment on your stuff, you want to exclude us. Well, see, now I was thinking the opposite. I'm thinking at least these people are asking the people who actually live there what they want to do and what to happen to their deer. Why don't we take their example and run with it? Why don't you make that proposal? I would love to make that proposal. You don't want to go up there and hunt their deer. All they're going to give you is a rubber band gun because every other gun in there is illegal. No, you get uh, archery. Usually when it's urban hunting like that, it's archers only or uh, you know maybe a crossbow at the most. But They're going to give you a lawn dart and tell you good luck. <laughs> they Some do of a lot of damage. They're so thick you can Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what they're talking about. And, and they had pictures, you know, on the site where, you know, there are groups in people's lawns and, you know, standing in the middle of the road with like 10 cars lined up where they're waiting for them to make up their mind on where they're going to go and things like that. So, so I just took from this that, isn't it nice that, you know, you got a town that's listening to the people who live there, but then people like me from the outside, you know, who you would do, who would say what Vince said. Why aren't you just killing the damn things and having a big venison uh, barbecue uh, chili cook-off every year or something? 
but it makes sense. It makes sense to you and me, but apparently half the town <laughs> doesn't believe that because hey. uh, they like the deers. Maybe, maybe somebody could buy a hunt in there with shrubbery. You bring so many shrubs, <laughs> <laughs> and you get a permit. So the people who want to keep their shrubs can get the shrubs, and the people who want the deer can get the deer. But think about—I mean, you can even do—you can even open it up and bring money into your city. That's exactly what we said when we talked about the the years ago when they were going through this problem. If you literally open it up and said, "If you want to come in and shoot a deer, it's uh, four hundred bucks." You know, you know, it's uh, for a for a buck, it's five hundred. For a doe, it's three fifty or something. Just even make it cheaper than that, because you know what? You're gonna have to stay in the city. You're gonna have to eat. You're gonna have to do all these things. Go to the store, buy your ammo. Why? Why even charge that much? Oh, because you're saying that the economic uh, impact oh, would be greater. Absolutely, people will. staying in motels, of and course, eating at restaurants, keeping it local. You know, raise the you know the. Waitresses are getting more money because they're getting more tips because more people are eating at the restaurant. That's just crazy talk, Vince. That's common sense. Why would you want to do something like that? Because it's the Diaz. I mean, we don't need a task force. It's just like one and done kind of a situation no, 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 here. No, no, no. It's the Diaz. Let's pay more people to talk about what we can't, can and can't do. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I love it because uh, the survey, when I went to start, I was really excited about doing it. It says, hey, if you'd like to participate, all you need to do is complete and submit the short survey. It generally takes about tw uh, 10 to 15 minutes to answer all the questions. And at any point, this is what I love, at any point you decide you do not wish to continue, simply close the survey without submitting your answers. So if you get uh, bored with it or whatever it is, you can uh, you can bail out. So I did try to take the survey, and they uh, gave me the, uh, hey, how are you? Thanks for coming. Now, there are ways you can mask your IP address and make it look like it's coming from you. Is this a sponsor from, like, NordVPN or something? I don't know. How, <laughs> how do you do that? Is there a way? There, there's well, ways. But they didn't tell you you weren't from there. They just they gave you that warning, and you could have kept on going. No, it. No, uh, I did. I answered the first question, and it kicked me right over to the page where it said, thanks for participating. Uh, get the hell out. Because you could have owned property. They can't, you could be on Florida. And I met somebody yesterday that I didn't realize had a couple hundred acres in Delaware that is good farm hunting land. But I do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, uh, but could you take the uh, survey for them? I don't think so. But, but, but uh, the thing is that just because you're living here, you could have probably plowed on through there. It didn't let me. I tried. It wouldn't let me. We'll, I think, we'll I think have to it, try and break. I think it actually uh, read my AP or my IP address and said yeah, uh, you're not from here, so goodbye. Yeah, but that just means you're not there. Well, I and I and you know you got a point because think about how many New Yorkers are down here in the condos right now, yeah. you know, enjoying the. Uh, and you the said something weather. on the top of that story too that they don't track your IP address. So if they're not tracking the IP address, how no, do they, they don't, don't, say, don't they, save it? It doesn't save uh, you. Uh, okay, I thought you said try. My bad. Listen, yeah. listen. The bad. Words are important. I, I I said I made a mistake, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the realm there, buddy. I was close. <laughs> you're more of a you're talking to the computer guy over there. So uh, uh, yeah, that uh, has uh, officer. You know. I cannot go seventy mile an hour hill, but I wasn't going seventy. I was going seventy two. Seventy two is good. See. And Bill's IT experience is just plugging cords in, bro. That's it. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe. I don't know. He's, he's, gray the, head of, he's, he's the head gr of IT. These I gray hairs come from more than plugging in cords. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Vince, Bill, and uh, Slick hanging out with you. If you want to call in on anything, it's easy. 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. We'll be right back. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, and uh, Bill George. Like hanging out with you this morning on the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for getting up and hanging out with us this morning on this beautiful, balmy, moist, moist uh, <laughs> Florida day. I, I know you have some stuff you're trying to get to there, but I got a question for you. You okay. think you think the residents of St. Pete are a little aggravated yet today? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. Why? The Why? election's over. No, no. Today is opening a duck. <laughs> the Today is the opening a duck is season. Duck, duck and, 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 you know, in past years, we've talked about how good some of the hunting has been over here on this side of the bay and and whatnot. And we'll all see. of a sudden, people start shooting. And then we got people on the news about how their dog, who's a mile away, is traumatized by hearing, you know. Yeah. A gunshot? Yeah, Fluffy doesn't like fireworks and loud noises, so yeah, that can work. Well, I don't know. We'll have to watch the news tonight and see if, uh, you know, News Channel 8 is doing some hard-hitting story yeah. on uh, how upset uh, Fluffy is <laughs> on the seawall. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Yeah, duck season started. I, trust me, I know, because uh, the phone was ringing off the hook yesterday where people were scrambling. I never for steel I, shot. For steel shot. I just, man, dude, Don't how you, do you wait? How do you wait the day before? It was like muzzleloader. It's like the, the week before muzzleloader season started, it's like, oh, I got primers. I need caps. I need powder. I need uh, I need projectiles. I need Dude, it's you don't just, wait. It's just like all the fools that wait till Christmas Eve to go shopping for their Christmas presents. Whoa, it comes whoa. the hey, same now, time that, every that, year. That's Circle, a strategy. Circle K, that's a strategy. Circle K and 7-Eleven make their nut on that, okay? I mean, it's the, it comes the same time every year, the same time the season's coming. Yep. Every well, year. I, I <laughs> am a person who tends to wait. Uh, you know, I'm running full out, getting stopped long enough to go do some of that. It, it, it's crazy. So do, does uh, you know anybody who has steel? I just like going to the mall and walking around to cars and pretending it's my car and watch the cars follow me through the mall parking lot. <laughs> oh, no, not my car. I parked over here. <laughs> Walk over there. Yeah, that's I mean, my fun. I, to answer your question, Bill, uh, I think we had one box of uh, – uh, five shot left, okay. and uh, every time I mention that on the phone, they're like, "Well, one box ain't gonna do me." I go, "It's better than none. It's twenty five rounds if you're uh, pretty proficient. Uh, you know, twenty five birds." You need to talk to the boss when you have one box left like that. You should start doing like auctions. <laughs> Highest bidder. No, I, I will say you know that that's one thing that they've done very well. They have not tried to gouge people or anything. It's just no. it's, it's it's for charity. It's high no, bid no, for charity. Pick no, a charity. No, no sure, yeah, thousand dollars for a buck. They are in it for customers for life, not customers for a day. Yeah, uh, I wanted to. Uh, we heard from earlier last hour from Tom driving back from Missouri. He's uh, was coming through Arkansas, and we lost him, of course, but. Uh, what was it? One buck, five does. Yep. And uh, he's he's bringing back, and uh, he'll be uh, generously uh, giving that venison away to a lot of folks, I'm sure, because he's pretty generous when it comes to that stuff. But I, I read this story yesterday, and when I first started reading it, I was not very impressed. I mean, it sounds good and all that kind of stuff, but 
Um, we always talk about how it is up north, and I know that we've mentioned this about Missouri and other states about how many deer are taken out of that state every year, and the numbers in some states are just it's staggering. It really is. I mean, when you think about Michigan and Pennsylvania and stuff like that where they have such a small window, but yet they kill over 200,000 deer, and it's, it's just so crazy. Hot. But I got this one out of Columbus, Ohio, and they were patting themselves on the back because Ohio bow hunters uh, checked 4,795 white-tailed deer on Saturday, November 6th. That's the high point of the Buckeye State's archery season, according to the Ohio Department of Natural Resources. And I thought to myself, why would you talk about that? You know, I mean, it's, you know, at the beginning of archery season, that's, I mean, it's impressive, but, you know, not, I mean, that's their highest day of, of check-in, 4,795 deer. Okay, let's fast forward to Sunday, November 14th. Okay, let's just, okay. it's what, two weeks, uh, basically, in two weeks? Give or take. Give or take. As of November 14th, 2021, they have taken 66,626 oh. deer. Good Lord. So okay. far, I've been checked in. Literally in Dude, two that's weeks. That's a lot of deer. I mean, you think about that, and they're like, hey, we got 4,700 deer in one day. And you're like, yeah, okay, that's impressive. Okay. But literally, uh, you give yourself another two weeks, and it jumps to a total of 66,626. And they're not done yet. So we'll, we'll see. See, New York. Look at, look, at, look, at, look at Ohio. Yeah, New York. Come on, man. Oh. I mean, they could, they could take care of your problem in a weekend. That's a lot of deer, man. Sixty-six thousand. That's really that's that's, that's not just a lot. Wait till guns wide open. Oh yeah, when guns wide open, it's going to be crazy up there. Yeah, that be, just blows me away. There, there's be, more. I used to look at statistics a long time ago when I was young. Back back when I was young, there was more deer killed by car on the road in Pennsylvania than lived in the state of Florida. I do remember going up there and seeing a lot of deer. It's <laughs> on it's, the side of the road. Uh, uh, it's crazy. I mean, if you've been raised in the South all your life, which I have and you have, yeah. and Bill's, of course, had the pleasure of going back and forth, up north and back and forth. On those rare occasions when I did go up to, like, Chetek, Wisconsin, to go visit uh, Christmassy family, stuff like that, the I mean, you get whiplash. The amount of deer on the side. You're, like, you're just like, you know, as, as a hunter, as a deer hunter, you're constantly on the lookout. And if you're a kid in the passenger seat, you're just like, oh, my God, look at this deer. Look at this deer. Look at this deer. Look at this deer. And every field you go through, there's like 10 over there, seven over here, two over there, five running right. across the road. And you're like, what, 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 what? How come this isn't like this where I'm at? <laughs> you know? And then when you get out to Wyoming where you have no trees, and there's just, you know, you're driving and there's a herd of mule deer on top of the ridge. And, you know, there's antelope running next to the car. And, uh, you know, a couple <laughs> it's of It's a whole other world, man. And, and you're just like, what in the what, what, what? And see, those people are like that when they come down here and they're driving over to Howard Franklin. They see dolphins jumping on the side of the bridge. I oh, mean, my gosh. That is still to this day. I, love I know it. I know we take it for granted. And, uh, you know, uh, my wife was originally from Iowa. And I don't care. She's been here for 20-something years. and Dolphin! Yeah, every time. You go over the bridge, <laughs> you're like, oh, my gosh, I saw a dolphin. And you're like, really? Okay. I don't deal. know about you guys, but anytime <laughs> I ever go out of the state and I come home and I hit that bridge and I see that water, I'm like, 
I roll down I'm the windows, <laughs> wait for that smell of low tide. Yep. Yeah. It's like, I'm home, baby. Back home, that nasty mud. Yeah, get it in my nostrils. I'm all good. <laughs> Bill's <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> it's all no. good. No. I just. But I, 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 all I could think about is, you know, how we have all these calls for deer. We have calls for this. They make a call for, for dolphin, too. Did you know that? Uh, no. Yeah, all you have to do is take a cast net, throw it in the water, and there will be one there. <laughs> that, you know what, Bill? You are so correct on that. It's, it's, it's amazing that they've learned that trick. I mean, it really is amazing uh, that they've... Well, you think about how many guys are throwing it. nets every single day. It, I mean, they are a very smart animal. And and down, down in parts of the state, sharks have literally been programmed to go to boats when they shut off. They they just learn it. Yeah, and so have so have dolphins. Unfortunately, in certain meal. areas, yeah. yeah. And every snook, it you know, you had to turn loose or redfish, you turn loose. So you watch it swim twenty feet, and then all of a sudden, this giant <laughs> torpedo comes out and chases it for two seconds, flips it in the air, and thank you, thank you. Can I have another? Like I can't keep them, but you can eat them. The bad thing is, is that you have so many people who look at it and they think that it's amazing. They look at it and they go, oh, that was so cool. Let's do it again. Well, when you do it again, uh, you know, you're just giving it learned behavior. It's, you know? it's very cool the first time you see it happen. No, it's never cool. Oh. But, but, yeah, it gets annoying really fast. Every, I mean, every guide. People feed the wildlife like that, regardless of that or a pelican or anything. It's just, especially when you're paying four or $500 for a cast net and then you just got this dolphin that you're throwing up. I just, you know, I remember the old pier. The guy used to sit down there and he had his bait shop. And, uh, you know, when you could actually fish off of it and actually maybe catch something occasionally. But, you know, 99% of his money was selling it off to tourists who were sitting there throwing it to a pelican who just, you know, leaves its mark all over the place. And I was like, dude, seriously? And half the time those pelicans couldn't fly because they were so fat. <laughs> they just hang out there all day. They'd uh, waddle down the pier. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, here's some guy in Bermuda shorts. Hang on. Don't go anywhere, Louie. He's going to buy a bucket. He's buying a bucket. Oh, yeah, we're eating. Don't worry. He makes you think, though, of all the old stuff we used to have in Florida that are not here anymore. It kind of sucks. Yeah, like being able to go up to an oyster bar and not get your fish eaten by a dolphin. Yeah, that would be nice, too. That would be <laughs> would have been nice. Uh, I was going to bring this up because I wanted to get Bill George's input on this. Um, I've had people who uh, still to this day are not really happy with the uh, antler restriction rules and things like that that we have here in the state of Florida. And uh, yesterday while I was perusing around the FWC's website, which, by the way, if you haven't done that in a while, you need to go check it out, myfwc.com, and get off the main pages and start looking through the news and the news articles and the archives and things like that, and then Florida News, and you can click on hunting. And there's all kinds of great uh, information on there that uh, – can really help you, educate you, and learn you on things. And one of them that I was was this one, um, wondering what the impact of the antler point restrictions in Florida have done to our deer population. See, I could do all of that, the, everything you just said, or I got one better for you. I'm just going to go get Bill George. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he may not know all of this. Uh, I it's mean, Bill George. Yeah. He well, knows it all. Well, I know what the I know what the the goal of the antler restrictions were right. that was to protect the year and a half old deer 
Well, it's funny you mention that because uh, according to the FWC biologists who reviewed check station information mm-hmm. for more than 40 wildlife management areas to analyze the data from before and after the point restrictions went into effect on private and public lands and wildlife management areas statewide. The result of the analysis showed a shift in the age structure of harvested antler deer with a 23% decrease in the harvest of 1.5-year-olds. That's it? Just a 23% decrease? Yeah. Allowing yearling a chance to grow and mature contributed to increase in harvest of older deer class, uh, size class deer. During the same period, the average number of antler points increased 22%. From 4.9 to 6. Statewide, the average number of antler points steadily increased to 6.7 after antler point regs were implemented. Based on that data, the FWC's annual survey report, in addition, the antler index, which expressed antler quality, also increased 20%. The data also showed more venison for the table because the average lab weight of the deer increased from 5.5%, which was around 109 pounds average, to uh, antler point restrictions of 115 pounds that w- after it went into effect. So they've actually gained a little weight, got a little yeah. bigger, done what they did, and it seems to be working. Well, that was their goal. Their goal was to protect the year-and-a-half-old deer. I'm actually quite disappointed that they're only in the 20-some percent success rate in protecting that, the year-and-a-half-old deer. Well, I... I unless, unless... The year and a half old deer that were taken were part of the antlerless program, which then you then you wouldn't you really need to separate out that data to say, okay, were the year and a half old deer bucks or does that were taken? Yeah, that would make a lot of sense, and that would help a lot. Because if you turn around and (laughs) there is so much talk about you know wanting to put the antler restriction high enough that you could get that year and a half old deer protected, but not so much that you're doing what's called high grading. You're taking a really good young buck and he's, he makes it to the point where you can harvest them in that first year. They were trying to protect that year and a half old deer. Well, so I, I, I also think that um, this was pre Reporting your deers, I think that's going to help out a lot as well. Now that you have the reporting system, management areas. What they did there was at management areas with check stations where they actually turn around, weigh your deer, and then take a jawbone from your deer. And then they would inspect it and make sure you know, but then it's healthy. And uh, do they even take a liver sample or anything? Uh, Or do it all depends on what study some biologist is doing when. Back in the 80s, 90s, they were taken and looking at the, the organs. Uh, lately, they have not been doing that where I've been hunting on public land. Do, so. they, do they do any uh, pregnancy tests or anything on the does when they come out? Do they no. check those? They no, don't no check they're embryos? checking for COVID, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're going to have to swab <laughs> your deer before you can leave. <laughs> and we'll, we'll give you the results in 24 hours. All right, taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Speaking of Wild Outdoors, Braden Vince, Bill, and uh, Slick hanging out with you this morning. 
Uh, it's going to be a pretty good day today. I just want to give you a real quick fast cast. Uh, it's going to be kind of moist today. 90% is what they're saying for relative humidity. Yeah, welcome to winter in Florida. And uh, highs today up in the uh, upper 70s. It's going to be uh, okay if you're in the shade with a nice breeze. But uh, walking around, it's still going to be kind of icky. Icky. It's going to make you feel a little icky. Don't give me that look. It's going to be icky. It is. It's gross. It's, by the way, speaking of icky, I like that shirt. You do or don't? I do. I yeah. really do. Oh, thank you. What My, size uh, is that? Nice Columbia. You don't want that anymore? Down. Is that what I heard? I mean, Look, you it, got threads hanging out of it. You don't want he's that. He's got shirt weeds anymore. on this side. He's I mean, if you don't, if, I mean, if you want to borrow it, you're more than welcome. Man. Let me see your weeds on the other side. Yeah, What's on right, there? Right over here. Oh, yeah. I got a little, little sticker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's hanging out with how'd you How'd you get stickers on there when you roll around the front yard before you came in, man? Maybe. Oh, my gosh. You never know. Who's on the phone? Who's on there? Mr. Robert from Smoking Aces. No way. R- Robert? Brayden, what's going on, brother? Are you okay? I know you've been up all night, I'm yeah. sure. Are you all right? Well, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Are I, you thank just you so much for the up. 90% humidity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know what? It's still going to be a nice day. It's going to be okay. It is. It is. It's really nice out here. we got about 70 teams competing at the Florida State Barbecue Championship. This is the 18th year for that. Oh, wait a minute. Are you talking about the pig jam going on out in Plant City today? That's right. Okay. Yeah, nice. What time do the gates open? Uh, nine-ish? Gates, nine-ish? gates open at 10. We go till 5, and then we'll have the awards for that. But I'm walking around checking out all the teams. The guys next to me, the pig timers are here, camping out, sleeping in chairs, been great dudes and everything. And then I got Papel Insurance is one of the um, sponsors over here. He's cooking. The Swamp Boys are here. Nice. Sweet Smoke Q's out here. Very nice. Uh, pig Jam every year, man. They always do a good job. It's always a beautiful place to be. I wish it was a little bit colder. I mean, uh, a couple of years back, I remember it was like a 40-degree morning, and it was just the smoke in the air. It was just... Yeah, I remember you guys came and showed up and sat up here yeah. and did one, and then we did the pig fest, and you guys were there, and I was sleeping. Yep, yeah, that's yep. right. Yeah, you were crashed out. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about that, but... <laughs> I think that was the of year... Of course you I, are, I, Bill George, of course. I think that was the year that your sauce actually won, wasn't it, when you slept through it? Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to invite everybody to come out here and support all these teams out here and, uh, you know, support Plant City in this big effort. They've been doing this for 18 years, so yep. yeah. it's a big deal. The trophy is a WWE-style Florida State Barbecue Championship belt. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Has it got it beer holders? awesome. It's got beer holders on the side, I'm sure. Beer holders on the side, money holders. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so we gonna see that in Smoking Aces later on this week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, brother. Just, just <laughs> do me a favor. Out here, I'm just, I'm just a squirrel trying to get a barbecue nut out here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah Robert, sure. just do me a favor. If you win the belt, do not put it on the Bill George booth, okay? <laughs> do not put it on the Bill George. Booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Carlos. I appreciate you guys much. I just want to give you guys a call, and I'll thank you guys kindly for all your support. Wait, 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 wait! Before you go, you gotta yes, tell sir? people. You gotta tell people where it is. I mean. You know, you just talk about it like it's on uh, the moon. All right, we're down. We're down on Park Road by the GFS uh, Distribution Center, and you would uh, come down Park, and then you would turn right onto uh, Pig Jam Boulevard, and you'll see all the smoke, the tent, everything's billowing over here. They got some great live music, 
It's right by the softball complex. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're traveling on I-4, easiest way, you get off on Park Road and you go south, and uh, it's, what, a mile, two miles down the road on the right-hand Just side? Just follow the smoke. You ain't. I mean, That's it's, it. It's pretty easy. Smoke, man. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy to get. Robert, to. you ain't got a hair on your ass if you don't put Big and Wild on the radio out there and let everybody in the <laughs> area listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. The guys are all standing around me listening. Oh uh, yeah, right. sure they are. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, really. Woo! Come on out. <laughs> all right, see you, man. <laughs> see you, Robert. Thank you. Cut him right off. You said that? thank you. Bye. Oh, bye. 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 Man, you're vicious. <laughs> he hung up on himself. That's a color I like. He knows when he's done. He's like, all right, I got my piece. I'm good. We I'm love out. you, Robert. I just want to know how many Red Bulls he's had this morning. He's all, and then he, <laughs> it's not Red Bull. That's, not, that, that's, his, that's his standard <laughs> throttle <laughs> setting. About the only yeah. time I see him slow down is about 9 o'clock. If he's still in the restaurant, he a dumb plum wore out. Yeah, I mean, he puts in the effort, that's for sure, especially at the restaurant. I mean, he's always back in the back. He may pop out real quick, shake your hands, and I gotta get back here. I got steaks on. I got well, the one here. time we went out there, he, he came out. Hey, how you doing? Everything good? Everything's good. Bye. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't got time for you. I'm out, man. Uh, listen, I wanted to uh, kind of reiterate something that I just, I, I just should I talk about this? I maybe I, I, I should. I don't know. It's an industry thing, and I don't know if our listeners would be that much interested in it, but uh, I. Yesterday, I had a conversation with a, a distributor, and this is, if you're wondering about ammunition and things like that when it comes to firearms and stuff, um, I'm not going to say everybody in the industry is doing this, but this one particular uh, distributing place out in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, the gentleman on the phone was kind of a... Uh, what's a, a tool? Nice, yeah, well, you could, you could say that. <laughs> Literally said the words, you're not buying enough guns for me to sell you any ammunition. Wait, what? He said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? He literally said, you're not buying enough firearms from us for me to justify selling you ammunition. Now, we've ordered thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of firearms for these from these people before. But yet, somehow or another, during this age of COVID or whatever it is, I don't know what their deal is, if they're trying to move things or this guy's working for his Thanksgiving bonus or whatever it is. But I just wanted to go on a record to know that this is what gun retailers have to go through. The, the things that you don't know about. When, when they're sitting there going, you know, if you don't spend uh, you know X amount of dollars on firearms, then why should I bother selling you a- ammunition? So here's the question: Does it is it the bullet firing the gun or the gun firing the bullet? Here, hero, you can't like I need more rounds and I have guns. You know, you and I think uh, you know in the plain world that you're thinking, well, wait a minute, I have a lot of guns, or I've ordered a lot of guns, and some of the guns that we order from you are still on the shelf because I don't have ammunition to put on those guns. Please, so, please, dear Lord, somebody tell me that somebody told this guy to pack sand. Well, uh, as a matter of fact, in a kind of a sort of a way, we kind of did that because we went to another distributor and found the firearm for uh, that we were actually looking for for about $119 cheaper. <laughs> so and suck it. called them back and said, cancel the order because we're going to go with this company because they're $119 cheaper than you. And now you wonder why we're not ordering anything from you. And he <laughs> called back, hey, where'd you guys go? We need you. You know what? And if that's how they want to treat their customers, especially mom and pop stores, right? They're going to lose a lot of money. If you think they're going to rely on uh, on these box stores that don't have anything as much as anybody else, 
But seriously, when you think about that, if you wonder why your local gun shop doesn't have any ammunition, chances are that's probably the runaround that they're getting. You know, if you buy 25 or 30 guns from us, then maybe we'll consider, you know, selling you some ammunition. What the heck is that, man? How do you do business that hey, way? They do business. That's not business. They no, do. that's a strong army. That's, that's yeah. just like bullying, you know, the little guy to make you buy. Well, well, but the, the end result is, is that the guns that I did buy from you, as I pointed out, are hanging on the wall with no ammunition to put in them. So guess what they're going to do? Hang on the wall. And if they hang on the wall, then I'm not buying any more guns from you. That is true, too. So, hey, numbnuts, why don't you uh, sell me some ammunition so I can move these <laughs> things off the wall and I'll order more guns. I want to I see his boss after that. After you canceled your account. What the hell did you do? Well, I tried selling him more guns, boss, but he wouldn't buy it unless I sold him bullets. And I told him that's a no-go. I uh, Absolutely a no-go. I offered to make a phone call to the business uh, and... Uh, have that kind of conversation with the individual, but uh, I was uh, I was voted. You were down. shot down. I was kind of shot down on that because <laughs> they would like you know maybe we'll we'll maintain a relationship with them in this capacity and we don't want to kick them to the curb. And I was what? like, dude, I'm not asking you to kick them to the curb, but I want to I want to know if that's their standard policy or like I said, is this guy working for his Thanksgiving or Christmas bonus because you know he wants to be able to sell uh, fifty thousand dollars worth of crud so that he gets his big check. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, I, that's why I hate salespeople. Don't call my <laughs> office like that, bro, because you're going to be barking up the wrong no, tree. No, the salespeople do a right job, but if you're trying to do what you said, strong arm somebody into something, why am I selling you ammo if you're not buying guns? What the? What? Well, the, what? I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to buy from you anymore. It's like saying, why should I sell you an engine if uh, you're uh, you're not buying any cars? Well, I mean, here, uh, here, here's the deal there, Sparky. Send me an RA, and uh, I'll send your guns back. Thanks. Thanks for playing. Return authorization. Boom. Dang, Vince, you don't play, man. That no, sir. Right. That ain't right. Not when you do that. Why mm-hmm. you got to be so mean? Because uh, you're not going to strong arm me to buy your crap and buy more of your crap when you're being a jerk. Well, I think that uh, there are other businesses out there. Um, that, that would appreciate that That would business. appreciate that business. And one of them stepped right up to the bat when we spoke to them. And they said, sure, man, buck 19, uh, a lot cheaper. We can do a lot better deal since you're going to buy more than five of them. Sure, why not? I would do it. That's what we did. In a heartbeat. Save me so, some money and get me some better products. So those people I will mention. Thank you, Sports South. There you Shreveport, go. Louisiana. Your competitor. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> Taking a break, you guys. It is a Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. It's Big and Wild Outdoors. <laughs> Braden, Vince, and Bill hanging out with you this morning. Hey, if you want to call in, you know you can. 888-404-1010. Got to go see my boys over at uh, Deer Hunter Guns on Wednesday. It's going to be a hectic week. If you, like I, have children who will not be in school for the entire week uh, next week, um, you know, it's going to be a hectic time for all you working folks out there. But uh, Wednesday, I need to run over. I called uh, Chuck over at Deer Hunter Guns to 
to check on uh, uh, B's uh, Mauser rifle because I took it over there, had him do some work on it on the uh, floor plate. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, it's all done. It's all f- ready to go, all that kind of good stuff. Everything's good. Is I said, he excited? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, sure. I, I made a mention. I said, you know, uh, next weekend I don't have to uh, work, so maybe I can talk to Bill George and maybe he'll uh, be kind enough to let us go out and uh, shoot some skinny squirrels on um, – on his property out there. <laughs> With that mouse. <laughs> <laughs> and, and B immediately goes, I'm going to take my eight. And immediately in my brain, I'm thinking seven millimeter 08, you know, in case he runs up on a, he goes, right. I'm going to take my eight in case I run up on a hog. And I was like, yeah, I don't see if there's a problem with that. You know, I don't mind spending the day out there cleaning a pig. I said, uh, but I thought you were going to let your sister use the seven millimeter. He goes, oh, she can. I'm using my eight millimeter. He is so geekity geeked uh, to go shoot that Mauser, man. Uh, I said, we're going to be squirrel hunting, dude. You're just going to have to head shoot everything. You're going to have to take the first picture of him shooting because you know he's going to be like. Uh, but, uh, so I called them and I said, when could be a good time to pick it up? And they said, anytime during the week. And I said, well, I'm off on Wednesday. And he goes, well, you got to hurry because we're going to be closing at noon. You know, day before Thanksgiving, they oh, got. He some must know Braden's sleeping in. He knows. Uh, no, he knows that he's got <laughs> cooking to start doing. I think they're going to be out smoking uh, some turkeys and uh, some pork and stuff like that. So, he wanted to get a jump on it. So, if you're planning on going to Deer Hunter Guns on Wednesday, you got to get there early. I want to close on noon on Wednesday, man. I got my guys. We're working eight to eight Month? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But not Thursday. Regular old no. slave driver over there. No, nah, man, we're closed Thursday, Friday, man. I give him Thursday, Friday. Those are legal holidays, almost. Not te- technically, I can have him work if I want to. Are you to. Uh, Are you going to be home on Thursday? Walmart. or You going up to Ma's? I'm going to go to Mom's. Mom's brother's coming in from uh, North Carolina with his fam. My other brother's coming over. We're going to do a nice little dinner. Really? Because I'm going to head over to Bart's. I figured uh, you could come downstairs and throw stuff at us. Or I something. mean, I could do that before I leave. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but uh, so so anyway, I'm all excited, and uh, uh, he set aside a box of eight millimeter Yugoslavian uh, stuff so he can go out and, <laughs> and blow some stuff up. bullets or full metal jacket. He's right? got full metal jacket there, but he also has some. Uh, why I'm not saying what he's got. He's got nothing there. It's completely empty. No, he had some hunting rounds too, so that he could. Uh, Take a box of them out there and see how they do. I said, well, you got 20 rounds in there. You're going to have to learn how to figure this thing out in about three shots. So use well, the Yugo as much as you can and then uh, switch you, over and see how they. Yeah. You turn around. You you get used to the gun. Shoot it with that full metal jacket. Yep. And then switch over to the other. Make sure you know where it hits. Boom. And please, please tell me you're not going to use a full metal jacket on a squirrel. You, well, it's illegal. You can't you can't be doing that. You can't, you can't shoot full metal jacket at... Game at, in at trees, a game in Florida. At, at trees, a tree. <laughs> it just happened to hit a squirrel. Uh, on that way. Okay, Th- yeah. there, there's that gray line there. You know what? You and Bill are not allowed to hang out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no more. I was aiming at the tree, and the squirrel I don't jumped need a to the shark fruit. Lessons. This isn't a beach. That's <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to hang out anymore. You kids can't play with each other. But uh, anyway, and uh, another question was. Um, when it comes to uh, Owl's Wild Meats, I think that they are going to be closed on uh, Thursday, of course, Thanksgiving. Friday too or no? I don't know if they're going to be on on Friday. But so I just wanted to let everybody know, if you're out deer hunting and you got a couple of does and you get them this weekend, 
and you want to go drop them off, I would do it as quickly as possible and get them in there. Like and get on the website or their Facebook and see what kind of hours they're doing. Get into the system while you can because uh, you don't want to wait till the last minute. Thanksgiving Day, you might be out hunting and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's going to have to wait till the weekend at least. Where did my pen go? Before you can go <laughs> drop it off. <laughs> and now we're I, look, really? it's sorry, professional radio people. I dropped my pen. And Brayton. I dropped my pen off, yeah. <laughs> and, and he that, couldn't uh, just let it be. No. He couldn't. It's about as bad as Bill George and his phone. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Well, the reason why, because I knew I was going to kick it and it was going to, you know what? I don't have to explain myself. Ben's throwing knives down the hole. Yeah. <laughs> we have to do an, like a pen excavation again when we MacGyvered them. That knife. was, you know what? That, that was like the, the highlight of my year. I was like so happy I got my knife back. <laughs> it's like when you find it in the bottom of the laundry basket. Right. I have lost my knife. That's it. It's over. I'm depressed. I got to go buy another one. And honey, you left your knife in the bottom. <laughs> Thank you. I can't believe it. Next time you leave it in your pocket. Bill, are you going to be uh, heading out uh, for Thanksgiving, or are you going to do Thanksgiving here and then No, going? no, no. Uh, my wife and I have had Thanksgiving dinner twice in my life. So you're not going to go do something this Thursday at all, or coming Thursday? I'll be up in Pennsylvania. We'll do Thanksgiving dinner there. She's with going dad. with you, right? No. No. What, what do you mean, no? No. Where's she going, Disney World? She's having Thanksgiving dinner here, just like she does every year. With who? Uh her brother, her mom, her dad, mom's sister's so, so family. So basically, the keys to a happy marriage is don't have Thanksgiving dinner with your spouse we, and, your, had, and your and your and your folks in law, whatever in laws, yeah, she, she folks in laws, folks in laws. She went to Pennsylvania once, and I stayed here once. Okay, yeah, but Thanksgiving it's not the holiday we spend together. That was the worst Thanksgiving he ever had. <laughs> it w- the one that I stayed here was <laughs> the worst Thanksgiving because I felt like a caged animal not being in the woods up there where I wanted to be. Oh. That I turned around, I made it halfway through uh, Thanksgiving afternoon, and I said, I got to go. I took my gun and went to the woods, and I shot me a big old pig. There you go. <laughs> I felt, I felt, I felt. Vindictive. He was Zen. Um. Or you could do the, uh, you could take the Griswold advice, Dad. How did you do that? And you go, Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been a few of those. You can do that one. I'm going to be over here but, by the fire and the smoker. I'm going to hang out here all day. That would be a good thing to do. Uh, I think we're going to go head over to Bart's. I don't know what the plan is. I think it's going to be uh, beef, turkey, and uh, fixings. He's going to souffle, fling flung something. I don't know what he's going to do. Souffle? No, no. <laughs> souffle flung. Hey, don't make me fun of souffle. You no. were going to bring it. What were you going to bring in today that you didn't bring in? I Nothing yet. No, or is that when you come back? He's going to do some ducks. I want to do some ducks. Are you going to get any ducks? Uh, you going not. down south? I'll, I'll go you? down south, Florida, at some point here. We'll do some duck. Well, then why would you send me the video of all those whistling ducks out there oh standing in gosh. your yard? Was that, was that was that not a lot of ducks? Holy moly! That's man. just just what was in the backyard. There was a whole nother group of them in the front yard. You know, there's a kid that works out on the uh, on the dock who is apparently one of your neighbors or something, and I showed him the video, and he's like, "You know, Bill George." I was like, uh, "Yeah." He goes, "Yeah, he's my neighbor." And I, he goes, those ducks, man, they're they're always there in our yard. They go down to his yard. They go all <laughs> over the place. They're all over the. And, I, I uh, can think of two words with those ducks: Casnet bazooka. <laughs> they actually make those. They do. Yeah, they do make those so that you can catch ducks. That's why they did it when they would mark and tag deeks, geese, they're, geese. Yeah. 
So are you going to go down south to your Everglades boys and yeah, give I'll it a shot? Down. I'll go down at some point to uh, Everglades Adventures, go on down there. I'm real anxious to see how uh, how all that uh, work he's done has turned out. And uh, Does I mean, it does he uh, wait for a certain amount of coal fronts to push through before he uh, no. opens the gates? Or no, no, no. It's it's uh, right now the season's in, he'll be hunting. Really? So yeah, he'll be he'll be hunting. Are they hunting teals? What are they hunting down there? There's this time all of year? kinds of ducks down there. <laughs> I mean, just he had a lot of teal, but there was a lot of other Florida ducks, and I mean, there was there was all kinds of ducks there. What's your own best way to cook them? Duck. Duck. Yeah. Uh well, it depends on what it is. Um, teals. There's really not a lot on them, <laughs> so most people just breast them out, and it's about the size of a. Maybe a playing card, you know. Um, it's not a very big chunk of meat on there. Uh, the way I did mine, the first time I went out with Duck McGuckin and uh, Mike Mezzer and all that stuff, uh, I went back with a bunch of duck breasts. Nobody wanted them, so me and Duck sat back there and cleaned them all. And uh, I got home, and I put them in a bag with, if you remember, remember Palmetto Jelly? It used to be across oh, the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little jelly place right there when you go over the Skyway, it was right there on the left-hand side of the road. A little tiny place. Yeah, I think it's actually still there. Is it? On 41? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's on the left-hand side. They had, a pa- they had a jalapeno jelly that they would make, and I put the duck breasts and marinated them in this jelly for about four days. Ooh. And then took them out and literally did nothing but saute them in a pan with a little butter and garlic, and dude, you could not eat them fast enough. That sounds really good, actually. Oh, my gosh. They were so <laughs> it sounds awesome. good. But mallards and bigger ducks and stuff like that, you know, traditional way. You know, you can roast them, smoke them, barbecue them, whatever you want right. to do, man. I'm just, I'm a big fan of ducks. I love duck. It's been forever since I had duck. And the last time I had it was at a, the Chinese restaurant that used to be on Lake Seminole that's now Culver's long, long time ago. Muscovies. It probably was. <laughs> and it was delicious. It was really good and really greasy. Yeah, because there's a lot of fat on them. Duck fat, man. That's the big thing. Go to go to Bart's restaurant. It's fries cooked in duck fat, and they're just unbelievably delicious. Sounds really bad for you, though. Who cares? You get My cholesterol. Life. Oh, whatever. Get on the keto. You're eating sticks of butter. All right, it's uh, Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number three is right around the corner. We're going to take a quick break, so stay there. We'll be here. We'll be right back.